0: Hi everyone, welcome to a daily dose of orange juice. My name is Leslie Green. I am a bilateral below-the-knee amputee and this podcast focuses on issues that relate to amputees and my insights and reactions to them, hopefully bringing some insight to you on how to deal with them in your own life. Today I wanted to talk just a little bit about frustration and As a bilateral below the knee amputee, I've had many of things that I've had to learn how to overcome or do differently. And there have been plenty of times when I've been flat out frustrated. So I thought I would share with you some tips and some approaches that I use in my life to help solve times when I feel frustrated or perhaps limited first thing I would say is important when looking at frustration is to really just flat out accept the reality of it. Yep, you know what, something happened. I became a bilateral amputee. I don't spend a whole lot of my day imagining how beautiful my life could be if that hadn't happened. It is what it is, as we say, and it can be frustrating. There's no doubt about it. But if I reject this reality, it doesn't lower My frustration on days, you know, actually quite the opposite. Sometimes it'll actually make that frustration stronger. So my very first thought is, you know what? Accept what's happened that's made you frustrated. And with that, I like to, I always used to say as a teacher, derail a train of thought. But another way of saying it is shift your focus. You know, it's so easy to get caught in that spiral of frustration, which might include anger and feeling uh, desperate. And I have that. But if I can shift my focus and become engaged in a different activity, getting involved in something, it, it takes the emphasis off of the frustration. I have to do the necessary steps to get over the frustrating thing and I sometimes need to do that by shifting my focus. When all else fails and I'm frustrated, I go to a friend. I find someone that I trust and I talk about it. That's where as an amputee having a community that you can reach out to, having a friend in the amputee community who is either the same level of amputee that you are or not, but they understand the process. Letting that frustration grow inside until it explodes doesn't do you any good. When you get to that point, sometimes it's too late to even make a meaningful change that can bring you back to reality. So find someone. You know That's what friends are for, right? And especially in the amputee community, You've got people who understand this life change firsthand, and they may have some insight and some ideas of ways to solve your frustration that you hadn't thought about. Journaling. I don't know about you, but I've kept a journal. I'm not really religious about it, but there are times when I write down what I'm going through because then I can go back and I can look at it. So if you don't keep a journal, I would say start one now. It's a place where I write out my fears and my sensations and I can just get them out in detail. And I sometimes write until there's nothing left to write. It it helps me feel incredibly better. I figured that writing has a side effect of lowering what I write about or reducing it to its real size. I'm a planner, so when I'm frustrated, I like to plan out all the the ways that I can deal with it and, and things that are going to make the situation right again. So I would say another tip is to make a list of all the possible actions that you can take. What in your mind is going to make your frustrating situation right again? Are there things you could actually do to improve the situation? List them out. If you are listing out as many things, even if some of them don't seem probable, still put it on the list. It gives you something to go back to, to help frame your reference in. If you're an amputee and you're frustrated because you're an amputee and perhaps there was a situation that you are blaming yourself for. I know I've talked to a lot of amputees who have lost their limbs to things they thought, oh, if I'd only done this or if I'd only done that, I wouldn't be an amputee. Okay, you know what? You've got to get to a point in your life that you stop blaming yourself, especially if that's what's making you frustrated. Maybe you did do something, and that's why you're in the situation you're in. But there's a difference between taking responsibility and blame. You gotta realize it's in the past and you're in the present now and you can do something. You know, let's say you're an amputee who lost your legs due to a health factor that you might've been able to control better or change completely. A lot of times I tell amputees who identify themselves and their limb loss to a health factor. I say, you know what? Those prosthetic legs are only built to carry so much weight. Put that blame weight in the past down. Avoid blaming yourself. It doesn't help you move forward. In fact, instead of blaming yourself and focusing on the past, try to view this frustrating situation from the future, right? If you try to look at it from the future, a year from now, will your frustration be as big as it is right now, in a month, in a week? You have to try and see it in a larger context. For me, a lot of times that weakens the strength of the frustration. For example, amputees who are starting out walking, and can't imagine themselves walking better than they are or not using a device. If they're comparing themselves to people they see right now and they're just at the beginning stages, I try to stop them and say, stop and think. This is a process. Where will you be? If you can view your frustrations that way, it does change how big they truly feel. Along with this is the why. Another thing to do in your journal would be to try and find the root cause of that frustration by asking yourself why questions. Why am I feeling? Why am I doing? Why am I thinking? If you can get enough of those things out you may find an answer clicking on the inside that helps change your whole perspective. As an amputee, sometimes what helps me is to read similar stories. This is kind of like talking to another amputee to realize that you're not alone. If you're finding yourself frustrated, maybe you're you're frustrated with your progress Or wondering what the future has for you. Being careful with comparison, as I've said before. But reading similar stories to yours helps you realize that you're not alone. And sometimes the biggest part of frustration is it's isolating. Even if you find it difficult to talk to other people, you can always read by yourself. Go to the internet. Google whatever it is that's frustrating you, and it's likely you're going to discover somebody else who has been there too, you'll find out that you're truly not alone. I think when I'm frustrated, I can't possibly imagine that I have made any progress on the thing that's frustrating me. But... If I take a look to assess my progress, I've got to really realize that every second in my life, something's changing. As an amputee, you have got to look for the small steps that you're doing and assess yourself according to those small steps forward. Here's where talking to other amputees or journaling comes in handy. If you think about this, the first item on this self-assessment list may be, I'm starting to assess my progress. And this in itself is a huge step forward. If you're journaling, the more you are journaling, the bigger progress you're actually going to see in yourself. Hi everybody, welcome to a Daily Dose of Orange Juice. My name is Leslie Green and I'm the host of this podcast. I am a bilateral, below-the-knee amputee and the purpose of this podcast is to educate about topics that amputees frequently face at different stages of the journey. Tonight, I want to talk to you a little bit about motivation and the differences between I can and I do. If we think about I can, we realize that it sure sounds empowering. The difference is I do is really a life-changing statement. It's subtle, but there is a difference between those two verbs. Thinking about it deeper, the I can phrase, it can really be what changes your reality. It'll make you believe that you're able to do something you you gotta hold on because it's important to realize just making that statement won't cause something to happen. It won't do it for you just by saying it. Looking at the other phrase of I do, that phrase is actually a modifying phrase that can change your surroundings. It is the reality, not just the picture of I can. It is the reality. Of what's happening. If we look at again the phrase, the I can phrase, when it comes to motivation, it can become a trap. And I know you're probably thinking, well, wait a second. Don't you want me to think about the things that I can do as an amputee? I do, but I also want you to keep a perspective that's healthy. When we start out as an amputee, We think about all the things we want to do. I want to walk. And then we realize, well, I can walk, but we can't leave it there because the trap of I can is empowering, but not modifying. When you talk about I can statements, it's just talking about the potential of what you're gonna be able to do. But maybe they're even a little bit less than potential. They're that trap. Because we want to to say it, I can. I can do my exercises. I can walk. I can stand. I can whatever stage you're at as an amputee. But then a lot of times we lose that motivation and we want somebody else to do it for us or understand why we're not doing it. Having powerful thoughts and using powerful verbs is important as you're making your way through stages as an amputee, but it's not enough. It can kind of give a kickstart. It can motivate you, but it won't actually do the work. It won't make it happen until you move it into the I do level. And what do I mean by the I do level? I think of that as kind of the thrilling level of something. It's the, I am putting on my liners. I am standing up. I am taking a step forward. Can you see the difference? It's not about the fact that you can do all those things, but the fact that you're actually doing them. This is the, this is the part where I see some amputees struggle. They say, well, I want to be able to do this. And they can't. They can't quite see themselves at the doing level. If you're going from the I can to the I do, man, how many are the times that I've gotten stuck at the I can level? How about you? How many times did you find yourself with your physical therapist saying something powerful or something motivating and then nothing actually came from it? how many times did you set goals or visualize the goal, but you didn't do anything to move forward on the goal? So switching from the I can statement to the I do is difficult. And here's why I think that's true. I think that the I can statements are comfortable and the I do statements, they're a lot riskier. I-can statements keep you in a comfort zone. It doesn't move you in any direction. I-can statements without follow-up are gonna leave you stuck. I-do statements get you out of that comfort zone. They push you to break the limits and actually do something. There is always the risk of failing if you do something. But if you don't, you won't change. As an amputee, there are tons of times when we sit and look at our I can list. And I cans are nice, but we get a little grumpy when it comes down to the I do's. When I'm just talking in the abstract, the I cans, things are perfect. I see my goals, I imagine myself Walking down the sidewalk, I see myself driving my car, I see myself going back to work. Everything's perfect. It's nice. And at the I do level, oh boy, sometimes things get ugly. I have to fight. I have to fight my desire to scowl at the physical therapist when they ask me to do one more repetition of exercises. I have to fight my urge to buy a motorized wheelchair if I don't need one and just use that instead of trying to walk. I have to fight and resist the temptation to just lay in bed and think about the way life used to be. Getting into the I do means overcoming obstacles, which is not always nice. I can statements They don't make any promises. They just are abstract. They don't promise that anything's gonna happen. I do statements, Well, those are the respecters of the promises. What I mean by this is that at the I can level, you don't make promises, you're just saying, okay, I am able to do it in the abstract, but there's no commitment. You're just stating a fact or what you hope to be a fact. But at the I do level, You have to make a commitment and respect it. And that means keeping your promise to do one more round of the exercises each day, to in between commercial breaks, use that incentive spirometer, to use the exercise bands, to make things happen, to really stand up for what you've said. You've got it. I can statements are easy. I do statements are hard. Because there's no real commitment with an I can statement, you got room to just be a big dreamer. I can be whatever I want. Sure seems spectacular because you're just saying it. But once you start putting action behind it and keeping your promises, the dreams must become reality. It's not always spectacular and it requires constant, sometimes really difficult work. And we think about that as an amputee. But I promise you, there does come a point where that work pays off and you forget the arduous level of effort that it took to make those dreams a reality. I can't statements are a thought and I do statements, well, they're the action behind it. If you really wanna switch from I can to I do as an amputee, you have to get out of your comfort zone. You have to be prepared to fail. You have to make and keep promises. You have to work it out even when you don't want to. Thinking that you can do stuff is important. It's the beginning phase, but it's making it happen that's a completely different process. And in my opinion, that's where all the fun is, is the making things happen. Thinking big is good, but doing big is even better. And yes, the most important step to actually making something happen is to move away from listening to what I'm saying and putting it into action. So, my hope is, is that this week, you'll step out, take some risks, and do something. Of course you can. Now do it. Well, this has been your Sunday evening reminder that you can handle whatever the week throws at you. And I'll see you back again here next week with another issue.